the intro music to this podcast is like a it's like a weird caper in the beginning of a porn movie. That's something. what I like. That's what I like. It's, weird capers. He's just like I don't know. <laughs> Let me do the intro, dude. It's totally local. We're live, man. He's got a guy in a Zorro mask. <laughs> Doing some weird stuff. Uh, I forgot to close the door too, man. This is why we need Leo here. Anyway, it's totally local. Hello, everybody. We're should, we cl- should we close the door? Yeah, go close the door. Uh, okay, I'll go do it. Go do it. Thank you. My special guest is Mike Merrill. He's also helping close the door. Oh man, what a what an intro. This is why we need this is why we need Leo here, basically. Um, Wait, we need Leo here to be able to actually do the whole regular well, do your sh- spiel. Yeah, he like shames me into like doing it all correctly. All right, well, you know what? I'll just uh, I'll step aside and please do your intro. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's too late. This is totally local. Colorful characters, entrepreneurs in and around Jersey Shore, Monmouth Ocean County, yada yada. You guys, you, they know it. They know it. <laughs> they know it. <laughs> I'm so I'm so off today. Sorry. Um, and it sounds so low. It sounds low, yeah. It sounds super it's not, low. It's not as boomy as it usually yeah, is. Yeah, like I like my, it booming. My voice sounds low. Like, I don't like it. Oh, like, you I, like your voice sounds Well, low. yeah, because I feel like I could hear my my voice is, like, overpowering the... My own voice is overpowering what I hear in my headphones. Okay, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do you want me to turn that here? Could you just turn me up, like, a little bit? Cut you open. How's that? Oh, uh, that's better. All right, That's cool. good. All right, yeah. The phone's... I, I think it's all set. I think I'm, we're good. I'm a very finicky, <laughs> a very finicky guest. Uh, I had to have two cups of coffee today, man. It's my second cup. Also, I look, I look so diesel in this, like yeah, because you're kind of hunched. I'm kind of hunched over. Yeah, I that's like, great. I look like I've been like uh, really hitting the gym. Which well, I haven't been to a gym in years. <laughs> I have a gym. I have a gym in my uh, apartment. So I live in an apartment building, and the, the first floor. You still in Asbury? I'm in still the same in Asbury. The one? Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Um, but I live on the first floor of a building, and there's, <laughs> there's. Uh, a, there's a movie theater and uh, a gym uh-huh. and a vending machines, and there's literally so if I walked out of my apartment, uh-huh. I, it's maybe ten steps to go to a gym. You have no excuse. I've never been in it. You have no excuse. I know what it looks like. I've been inside of it once. I didn't. I was. I went in you there. You went in there and you're like, where? Well, this ain't the movie theater. No, I went in there one time and it was not to actually work out. Did you? <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> Sounds illicit, but. Uh... Have you gone into the movie theater? Well, it's you know it's not so much a movie theater. It's, it's like basically a room, like it's like a, a big room with a big screen yeah. and some recliners, and you can put it, you can pop a DVD in there. Yeah, you haven't gone in there. No, I, they showed it to me when I moved in three years ago. They were like I a haven't. perk. <laughs> yeah. And then they were, and you were like, all right, great. I, well, I saw that and I was like, gosh, there's a movie theater in this <laughs> I'm place. I'm in. I'm in. Side me like, up. I'm like, this is it. I'm like, I'm moving from a a, a condo in Tin Falls <laughs> to a block from the beach <laughs> in a movie theater. Oh man. The vending machine, plenty of use. Plenty of use for yeah. the. <laughs> One time I, I saw somebody working out in the building, and I took like uh, I got a bag of, of uh, M and M's out of the vending machine, and I just like slapped it against the window and then I walked away. <laughs> That's what I'm about. <laughs> this about life. Um, so man, what's uh, what's new? Well, first off, um, congratulations because I haven't oh. seen you since your your announcement yeah. of your baby. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, we were just talking about how like unprepared. <laughs> You can't be prepared for this. I, I mean, listen, I, I have no uh, experience in this situation per se, but uh-huh. I, I do feel like uh, it must be a situation where you're waking up in the morning and, and just staring at the ceiling. And every like, day. What? I'm wa- it's going on. Yeah, I'm like, every day I'm like waking up. I'm like, you know, I'm not, pre- I don't know what, I don't know what prepare. Okay, so if you're a fireman and you're going into a fire, right. you're like, okay, I've got to put on my fire suit. I need a helmet. Where's the fire truck? I need some water. Got to put it in a hose. 
you know? Well, I mean, that, yeah, sure. That that's, applies, that's that applies prepare- to every job, but this isn't but, necessarily the same thing. I mean, it's it's a job. It's I mean, like it's a, going to be, sure. It's a full-time job where you can either ruin somebody's life or not ruin their life, basically. Uh, I don't, listen. I don't, Is that bad? Is I, that a bad way to say it? I don't think that it's possible that you and and your your wonderful wife could ever be able to sit here and like ruin a child's life. I don't I don't think that the two of you you two are very good-hearted people. I mean, listen, I don't know, you know, I, I think you figure it out as you go. Yeah. I don't think like it's like a thing where you just you come in there, you like you read every book on the planet. Yeah, I'm not, uh, you're I'm not, not reading, reading a book. I'm not going to read a book. You're not going to read a book, but you're, you can make a, a, a hip-hop record. Okay. Yeah. No, I want to talk about we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, it's part of me. This is this is technically uh, this is totally locals music month. Right. So how it's gonna work is at the end of the month, the whole thing is like I've been dragging my feet a little with the album. So Leo kind of lit a fire under me, and he's like, all right, at the end of the month, we're having Angelo Gingerelli, who who runs his own. You know, he he talks and writes about hip hop and stuff. So uh, on his on his website, I can't remember the name of it, but pop, the pop break. Oh, it's or like uh, well, no, I mean I think he contributes to the to pop contribute. break. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if that was his or somebody. No, else's. it's somebody else's, but uh-huh. I, I know he's a contributor on there. I think he has his own thing too, though, doesn't he? I yeah, think everyone's he has a good... got so many things going on. I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> you got a ton of things going on, <laughs> um, but uh, he kind of lit a fire so that I would, you know, by the end of the month, I have to have at least it done in some respect to where it's like listenable so him and Angelo, a- Angelo can like review it and talk to me about it so okay. it was totally Leo's idea too because I'm like you're like you just said you didn't know I was making anything I didn't like, know I listen I mean this is it's I don't really insane. talk about things with people I, I have you, a podcast and I'll talk about things it's you and I ironic. Don't, we don't communicate about anything uh it's, don't take it personal man it's not it's not you it's, I it's know, me I'm just kidding I'm, um no I'm I'm looking forward just just for the record just in case Lauren is listening I love you first of all second oh, I don't all, think anyone's doubting your commitment to um, you <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm just, you know, it's just one of these things where, you know, it's like, okay, for example, uh, yesterday, um, I was I was driving distracted a little bit, I'm not going to lie. I'm in Red Bank, and it's like, it, it's like one of those apocalypse movies in Red Bank all the time, yeah. where there's just traffic everywhere, people are trying to get to, I don't know where the hell, like, I try to avoid all that. Anyway, so I'm going to make a left, and then I'm like, oh, this traffic's too crazy, and I go to make a right, and some schmohawk, like, pulled up next to me super tight in a little Prius. And like, I, I, I didn't even look. I just go to turn right and I just nudge him. I, it was basically like we were spooning. Like there was, right. it was so tight was that so I, tight. I couldn't even do anything, right? you know? And I, I like immediately, you go into this mode, like, you know, where it's just like, oh, insurance, gotta do this, gonna happen, gonna pull over, cops, blah, 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 blah. So you, you like go into this mode where you just take care of it as, as you know as you need to. Of right. course, the guy gets out of the car. He's a cab driver. He gets out of the car. He just calls me an asshole, and then he gets back in his car and drives away. So like I was prepared, but that's not what happened. So I think that's what having a child is going to be like. <laughs> I like how you said driving. You, you're like I'm, I got to admit I was driving distracted. So I in, was. My, in my brain, when you, as soon as you said that, because my I just go on tangents in my head. Mm-hmm. But like you're like literally like reading like an instruction manual on like a, on a dishwasher, <laughs> and, oh, and then like you're like feeding like a tamagotchi in your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> like you're no, I was I was actually listening. I was because li- I got to get these songs done. I was listening to the album. But I was out, out of a meeting. I was in like a good mood, and I was like, you know, hopping along. And then, uh, you know, and then I hit. I, I didn't hit him. Well, I luckily, him. You, right. Well, you know, he told me I'm going to kill somebody and that I'm an asshole. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. there. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you have a point, sir. Yeah, I, that's what I. I didn't get to really. You know, he was really shaming. He was. Ca- he was. You know, sh- shaming me. He was drive shaming me. He was shaming me in some respect. And so. Well, I mean, listen. Think about. Uh, 
this for Lauren's side of things because not mm. only is she probably freaking out the same way that you are, she also has this thing growing inside. Oh of yeah, her. and it's it's like it messes with your like it does your body goes through all this stuff when that's happening. Yeah. It's not just like in there and it's all ready. Things are moving around. She's her legs are hurting right now. Like she's she's uh, you know I, I felt I felt bad. I'm like I'm leaving the house and I'm like. Am I am I like a, am I some just some kind of a jerk off like I'm gonna do a, <laughs> sorry babe I got I know you're in pain but I gotta go do this podcast <laughs> you know what I'm I gotta saying? go I gotta go drive to talk to Mike for a couple hours yeah. <laughs> you know but uh, she's she's sweet she deals with me I love her she loves me and we're gonna you know people have like people have kids all the time yeah I mean it's happening I mean it happens every second yeah. of the day so I mean it happens if, I mean you know what dare I say uh, too much <laughs> I mean overpopulation yeah is let's a fact. let's slow it down guys yeah. I, I mean, I, I recommend that. I, I, I don't Recommend think, what? Slowing it down? Slowing it down a little bit. Like, if there's two people, they should have one person. Right. Or two. Like, re- replicate yourself. Because if you either have one person or two people. Because then, the odds then are, like, people are dying, you know, lightning, car accidents, if you're not paying attention while you're driving. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Knock people out. So, if you just replace yourself... Then it'll start going down. It's when people start having like you know so many kids, right? Of course. Well, I mean, have you guys had a discussion about? Do you think that you're gonna have multiple kids, or do you think that you're gonna like? Is it like a thing where let's say you like uh, this new restaurant's opening up, we're gonna go try it out once, and if it's good, maybe we'll go again. I mean, I think I, <laughs> yeah, basically. You know I, what I mean? Like, we'll check it out. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, ultimately, what it comes down to, I've learned, is that it's just like I don't have as many like it's like when you're uh like you're uh you have a, a, a company and somebody owns 51 percent of it i feel like lauren is like that 51 percent, so she's gonna oh, be so, well yeah well of course she's gonna have to make the final decision on that one well i mean yeah but like so i think that i might be the kind of it, okay it's kind of like this <laughs> like we got a puppy right i didn't want a puppy but then when we got the puppy i love the puppy you were glad you had the puppy yeah so I, I don't, you know, my kid's going to watch this in, like, 18 years and be like, screw you, Dad. But it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's true, you know? It's like, it's like, I don't know. I want a child. I, I don't understand all the ramifications of child rearing. Right. But I believe that once I, you know, have the child in my hands, I'm going to be like, this is great. You know, right yeah. now I'm just full of nervousness. Well, of course, of course. You know, I like how in your mind, like this is a good idea. Let's actually save this and archive it. Yeah. And then on his or her 18th birthday. Oh yeah. Uh, let's just give her this episode, and then we'll zip oh, up like, "Hello, hello, child. I'm your, I'm your uncle Mike." <laughs> uh, nice. Uncle Mike and I sat down and we made this <laughs> to teach you lessons. If this is the one, we'll make two versions. We'll make if you're if it's a girl, this is the one you watch. If you're a boy, this is the one you watch. Okay. You know. Sure. Because I would have different advice for, like, no, you know, I know all things being equal, but I would have different advice for my daughter than I would for well, myself. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is that kind of podcast, but I, I was just thinking, like, I mean, you we know, should be talking. Leo's probably enraged at home right now because we're not talking about music. I mean, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I just, well, I haven't seen you in a bit, so we just need yeah, to catch up. Yeah, it's been a little so. Bit. It's you know what it is. It's like it's like. You're so busy, man. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been that. I mean, it's but it's been like a, a month or two yeah. since I've seen you, but. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm busy. I'm tired, man. You're tired. Yeah, I'm you're tired because you're busy. I, I'm just getting to that point right now where I just like I. I just feel like I'm kind of getting a little burnt, uh-huh. a little bit. But it's good. It's everything's fine. Everything's great. I, I you burnt out from like just the nightlife, the boogie, or what? I mean, it's it's just it's it's grueling sometimes, you know. And mm-hmm. I and I have a hard time saying no to stuff. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm constantly making plans and trying to see people. And when I have time off, I'm like doing stuff. But I really should just like. Lock myself in the house for two weeks, or just but I can't. You know what I mean? It's like it's tough. <laughs> you just you know what you should do. You should just 
like um, it's like at the end of Pulp Fiction when uh, when Samuel Jackson just wants to wander the earth. You should just wander Asbury. I, like no, don't make plans. No, that's the thing. Is like I know I don't I do, but I do wander uh-huh. though, and around Asbury. But that's the thing. I should be like wandering in Cozumel somewhere. Oh, you I know what I mean? Like I like I really I yeah, think do like that in the off season. Well, I know that, this but is like the I, on but season. I know that, but I've been on and I haven't. I didn't go. It's not like I went anywhere. <laughs> This winter or this fall, like, I haven't done it. I've been uh-huh. still like I, I mean, my it's it's this this fall and winter compared to others mm-hmm. in the past has been busier for me, which really? is even crazy to say. This been like I just it's just been consistent a little more. Like I didn't really have much of a chunk of a time off like I usually do. Shit's popping off around it's, here. I mean, it's cool. It's it's whatever. I'm not complaining. Life is good. But oh, I yeah. just you know. But I I do feel like I feel like I'm going to. Um, I think after July Fourth weekend for the first time in a while, I'm gonna just like take five or six days off and just go somewhere. I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Where are you going to go in the summer in July? you got to be around here. You should just go. I can take off on Monday through Friday and go do some stuff. You know what you should do? Like, don't don't go to some foreign land. You could just go to, like, go to South Jersey and just, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know what, guys? I need to get away. I'm going to I'm gonna hit up, I'm going to hit up Margate. Go to Margate, to Go dude. see uh, Lucy. Yeah. And then uh, I'll go to Wildwood and maybe, like, <laughs> my, by myself. Just sadly walking the boardwalk in Wildwood. That sounds like fun to me. Alone, oh, just man. like Tinder and South Jersey chicks. <laughs> See, that's that's the you know, that's the problem right there. It's like like it's like, all, like girls with like Slipknot beanies on in the middle of the summer. How do they wear that shit? I don't know. How do man. people wear beanies in the summer? I don't know. I see that dedication. First of all, that it's drooping off their head. So I'm like, do you have it like 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 bobby pinned on there? And it's hot as hell. It's like, it, is that wool? Is it is it breathable? Speaking of that, I was on my way here and it was I was looking at my car temperature and it said it was, it was 90 degrees outside. That happened. Um, yeah, I was looking at my phone. It said 80, but I, I don't know. Well, it was it was like 73 when I left Asbury. As soon as I got into Shrewsbury, it, it just, just it said just, 90. Oh man, it's really serious. Like I've done that before, where I've been like I'm like hot as hell in my house, and I'm like I'm gonna go. You just stand by the water. Yeah, and it's just ulti- like it's just immediately cooler to stand over. Right, there. of course. So, um, so what have you been busy more with? Just like bartending, well, DJing, life. Yeah, I mean, well, life is you know, I, I, honestly, like I'm I'm really kind of like rocking like a day and a, a day and a half off every week. So uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm damn. I'm not really that. I'm just between both bars that I work at. You know, mm-hmm. I work at Joe's uh, Surf Shack in Delmar, and then and then now like it's we're in the season now at, at Anchor's Bend and Beach Bar. Band. So like I'm. You know, so I'm there pretty soon. We'll, you know, jams in the sand will be going on, and yeah. um, you know, weekends are gonna be. It's it, there's always like a, a lull, like it's like Memorial Day weekend happens, and then Pride happens, mm-hmm. and then there's like a couple weeks where it's not really in full swing, and you're kind of wondering like, where is everybody? Like, why? And then all of a sudden, like the end of June, early July hits, and then it's just it's crazy. It's crazy for about another four months. How was uh, how was MDW? How was that weekend? Um, it was, you know what? It, it was kind of. Um, there was certain days that were busier than others. Like Friday, uh-huh. you know, Friday was good. Um, Saturday and Sunday days were cool, but like the nighttime seemed a little more mellow than I had anticipated. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, listen. Overall, it was a great. It was a great time. The, the busiest day for me um, was probably actual on on the Monday of Memorial Day. Was it? Is it like fun busy or like is it like the tourist? Busy? Oh well, I mean, if if to get specific, I mean, I worked at I worked on the beach bar side on that Monday, and I I probably. I mean, made 160 rum buckets just like nonstop. <laughs> rum buckets, you know, oh, it's just man. it's so so. You know, it was it was uh, it was it was a busy weekend. The, the both weekends back to back were were pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But even the two weekends leading up to it, like it's just been it's it started early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like now it's like kind of some everything's in full swing. And as far as DJing goes, um, you know, I've had a, a couple gigs here and there. I have a bunch of stuff booked for the summer. Um, my residency is at is at Anchor's Bend. Yeah. So if you want to see me at all this summer. 
Um, the big place would be to come. I'm doing 12 to 4 every Sunday day uh-huh. outside Anchors Bend. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, if you want to come check me, that's going to be a the great, best time. That's like a great day, great time. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a great time. I can kind of like, I can play, you know. What you some, want. Well, I mean, not necessarily what I want. I got to, you know, keep everybody having fun. But mm-hmm. I don't have to like, I could mix in some some rare stuff and, yeah. and, and you know, but also, you know, play the hits. And, that's what uh, I always, you know, I, I love this, you know, I've always loved the, like the daytime just summer daytime gigs yeah. where it's like right before you know you play up until it gets like you know you don't want to play at night on certain No, days. I think it's I think it's a good it's a good like window of time there that's all to four thing especially on a Sunday cuz you know everyone starts kind of hard and then and then mellows out by 5 or 6 o'clock everyone's leaving to go to dinner mm-hmm. but it's good for me too because it's it's an easy it's an easy setup it's not a, a very big headache for me to get there and yeah. get going and then you know I'm I'm done early and I have the whole day to do myself, you, you know. Do you have other, um, like, as far as DJ gigs, is it mostly just just anchors band on the water stuff like that, well, so, or do you have other things sprinkled in there? Oh, I do. So it's um, so I'm still doing. I do the first Saturday of every month of Little Buddies, which is you know still my you know one of my favorite places to play. Um, I just played there this still past cool weekend. There? Still, still cool. Hip. I played, they let me in finally. <laughs> I played. I played last um, last Saturday, and uh, it was a blast. I I really it was it was a great time. What, what's the deal? They soundproof the ceiling. I don't know if we've talked about this before. Yeah, they soundproof the ceiling, and then um, they like just bought out the condos above so they could just get crazy. Or? I don't know if, what they did. I don't, I'm not. It's not really. They my paid place somebody to say. off. A little payola. A little I mean, skrilla, I don't action think, under the table. I don't think anyone's super happy about it. Well, you know what? We do. We they do last call pretty early there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not really rocking past like one fifteen at Little Buddies. Like, it's okay. like we we do like a hard shut off at like one fifteen, one twenty. So I mean, you know, it's on a on a Saturday night. I don't really think it's too terrible to just have that music up there for those people. Up there yeah or maybe they did or maybe they maybe people who work for the smith group are living up there and they can't, <laughs> yeah they like can't complain yeah it's in the contract yeah, yeah exactly um, uh, so i have that so first saturday of every of first saturday of every month the little buddies for the rest of the summer into october mm-hmm. i believe I, I think like i have it i know we agreed upon it till like september but i'd assume that they'll let me keep doing it i mean it's, it's always pretty cool mm-hmm. when i'm there so um, I've done a, you know, it's it's been good. Um, and then I'll be at the Asbury Hotel, the rooftop. I have like oh, four nice. or five dates up there. Uh-huh. And um, what's it? Uh, did you did you play there last summer up there? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. I've since they opened it, I've I've done dates there uh-huh. up there. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's you know what, it's very, it's it's a very nice spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool gig for the most part. It's not really. It's it's more or less like background music. Yeah. Uh, we can't blast music up there because yeah. that 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 shit travels. <laughs> You know what I mean? So you yeah. want to talk about people getting mad and like the cop, whatever. Like it's you know if it's eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and like that music is is loud. Everything. I mean it's going everywhere. <laughs> so it's very enclosed. You know, and I, it's funny because I it's it's you know people have a good time, but it's not really a place where people are gonna like get a dance floor. It's mm-hmm. a it's a lounge. You got to get in there too. I I like being comfortable. So if I'm going somewhere, and I've said this before, I like to I like to have the option to sit down. I like to be able to go in somewhere and then have somewhere to put my stuff. Like if you go into Watermark. If you don't get in there and get like a nice comfy booth yeah, or you're, like a nice you're standing couch, at the bar the whole time. Yeah, and you just it's just uncomfortable. I like having that booth area and then getting up and dancing if I want. So like I'm all about getting places. <laughs> I guess I'm just getting old, man. I'm a kid, <laughs> you're you like know? you're just like you know like you're like the most important thing to me is, is seating. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I'll it's, go to a fish show. I think the same. My bro- my brother's like, oh, general general admission, you got to get on the floor, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I want to go sit down. Yeah. I want to have somewhere to seat the sit. You know, yeah, but I, I just, you know what, for me, man, it's just, uh, it's weird because I complain about being tired and being burnt, or whatever. But like, I literally can't 
I can't not do any like I, like, I can't know, imagine you just sitting at home. I figure you just start shaking, you start no, tapping, you just be like, "All right, what are I, we doing?" I just I'm building a boat. You know, I, I I do. I really like there. There are certain days where I'm just like, "Listen, I'm not gonna talk to anybody. I'm gonna order a pizza and like just like lay in, in bed with it." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm like... not gonna have anybody over because I don't even want to take a shower to even look presentable <laughs> in my home. So you know, I feel that way sometimes, but I guess I don't really give myself enough of those days because I'm like, oh, you gotta you know treat what? yourself. Shit, let's just, uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, uh, screw this. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna stay home. I'm gonna go to like, I'm gonna go to Brooklyn and like go see a concert uh-huh. and go out to dinner and get home at four in the morning. Oh, you know what I mean? Man. Like, and I do that a lot. And like, uh-huh. I, like I'm constantly like out, and then I'm like out till. All hours of the night, oh, and then I have to come home and close. You know, so and I'm doing like a lot of now. It's like the summertime, so I'm doing a lot of doubles. I'm doing like a lot of open to closes. So it's just you know, it's a lot, man. And I'm. Do you, I was wondering today because I'm you. You're talking about being burnt out. What you're doing? I'm a little burnt out. What I'm doing? And I was I was driving, and I'm like, you know, me and Leo, we talk shit on this podcast all the time. But like we were talking about doing bartending school just to do it, and I'm like, man, that's not I, even a thing. Could I? What you got to get your license? Don't you have to go? <laughs> no. Don't you have to get your license? Listen, I, I don't. Do you really, have your bartending license? Absolutely, one hundred percent not. It's not a requirement to have a bartending license. Seriously? Yeah, this is I, exclusive. I, I on no, the podcast. I had no be, idea. I thought you had to have like a card. Yeah, like, well, no, you have to be you have to be ABC, ABC yeah. certified to you. Have, you need an ABC card to serve liquor for sure. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, I would say sixty percent or seventy percent of the bartenders that you see in most places don't go to bartending school. I want you to be honest with me. You know me. You know my competency level. Like, yeah. do you feel? Be honest. If okay. I could, could I be a bartender? I feel like you could be a bartender at a very mellow. Place. <laughs> I'm like the Forrest Gump of bartenders. I, I is what don't. You're saying. No, I don't think that you're like not like capable enough. I I just you don't think I just get overwhelmed. I'd yes. Be like. I do. I, I feel like I feel like yeah, a bar that would be super busy. I feel uh-huh. like you would get a well, little. Well, they don't throw you into the wolves, do you? Well, I mean, do you want to know how I became a bartender? I did. Yes, <laughs> we want a story. It's story about throwing, time. You know, throwing uh, seats you know, are for to losers. The wolves. That's what my brother just said. What did he say? He said seats are for losers. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Um, so, how, how did you become a bartender? Uh, I'll tell you. So, so I was bartending. I, mean, I was uh, DJing at Beach Bar for for quite a few years. Um, when I wasn't a bartender, this was like when I was in radio or working for record label, whatever. Mm-hmm. One of my other jobs before what I'm doing now. Um, and I was just DJing one night in the in the winter. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> it's funny. I, I tell you, I remember I was trying to do like a like a hip hop night, or uh-huh. like a, like just like an all hip hop night inside inside Anchor's Bend in the middle of <sighs> the beginning of January. I, think I went to that. It was yeah, cool. It was cool. It was fun. Um, you have like you you have good taste. You have good nights. Uh, anyway, continue. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I always enjoy going. No matter what, it, goth, hip-hop, you've got good taste. Thank you. Um, so I was just kind of in there, and it wasn't really busy, and I guess like it was going, it was about to be going into the new season at, you know, at the, the places. Uh-huh. Um, and I was looking to kind of like make a little career move at the point, mm-hmm. and I was like, I needed some cash, and um, they were hiring bartenders. So I was like, hey, like I'm interested in becoming a bartender. And... Um, you know the 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 GM was basically like, uh, "Cool, like why don't we'll come in next weekend and we'll train you." Uh-huh. So I said, "Okay." So I came in, and uh, my uh, my buddy Mike, uh, shout out to Mike Perry, uh, he's a, a coworker and a friend, and uh, he's been there for quite a long time, um, and he kind of taught me how to do basic stuff, like just kind of like how much to pour in a regular drink, how to make like you know do your basic cocktails. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of bartending is is you know just keeping an eye on what you're pouring. Um, you know, it depends on where you work and, you know, what you're trying to do as far as the kind of drinks that you're going to make. Yeah. Um, 
so he taught me just like some essentials where everything was behind the bar, mm-hmm. how to work a POS system, and that was kind of just like a beginner's course. Uh-huh. He was like, okay, cool. I was there for like four or five hours. Next week, he's like, come back, same time. We'll do some more, and then we'll see how it goes. So I came back the next week, still kind of did some same stuff. I was I kind of shadowed him behind the bar, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, it's it's the like I said, it's, this is like the dead of winter at this yeah. point. Um, I guess there had been like a wedding at the Berkeley across the street. Rut row. All of a sudden, I would say about. I don't know. I, I'd say eighty to one hundred and twenty people just came into Anchor's Bend, like oh just like that. Like half of the wedding came there, uh-huh. and it was just me and him. And we looked at each other, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm doing this now." <laughs> That's a spirit. And uh, and we, you know, I, I just I hustled. I asked a lot of questions as I was doing things, uh-huh. and we made it work, and we did it. And then after that, I was hired. Boom. And that's how that works. So that's so that was my bartending school. So basically, you're saying no, I couldn't do that. I just if I don't, 120 people walked in, I would just be like, see what I'm saying? Like I like I said, I think that you'd be able to like work at like a. I think this, you know what? I, this is what I picture you doing. I uh-huh. picture you being able to bartend at like let's say like a restaurant like um like a Brando's or like uh-huh. someplace that was like more of like a fine dining. Big shouts to Chris over at Brando's. So place is good. Yeah. Um, so it's just a thing where I feel like you'd be like. You'd wear like a bow tie and like you know talk to people and people would like you very much. I was a bellboy at Molly Pitcher and I used to wear a bow tie, so you're so, like psychic. So I, I but I but I feel like if it was like, what you do know, you think? You be able to, I don't think you'd be able to bartend at like the headliner or something, you, you know. <laughs> you know, you know me. You know what I like to do. Like, you know, uh, life is life is stressful. Uh, got a kid on the way. What do you? What could you give me? What do you think? Are you saying you could see me at a bow tie doing like porn slow drinks? What do you, what could you see me doing? Like, what could you see me doing as a career? If you didn't know what I did or what I do, or if you don't know what I do, like, what could you actually see me doing as a career? I could see you working and owning a cryotherapy. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's such a weird question to ask me. Well, I just you're 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 put you're put you're you know you're saying you, oh yeah I could see you doing this. Uh, no, just because that. I said that I don't think you would be able to like like that you would I don't think you would enjoy uh-huh. bartending at an extremely I'm, busy. place. I've just been asking people because I I gotta find something. I I, listen, find I'm something in the, I'm in the same boat. You, so if you have any ideas, I don't know what I'm doing either. Like I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for much longer. I can't. I, like I, like if I go to a bar and like it's you know this is no disrespect to people who are in it because like you know some people are just you know they get into bartending and they're just like kind of lifers you know mm-hmm. and it's weird for me because I kind of did everything the opposite way like usually like you go to college and like you bartend and yeah. then until you find like your regular career path and then you do that. Yeah. I went to college, found my regular career path, and was like you know what screw this I'm gonna do this. And now and then now I'm like in this weird spot where I don't know like how to revert back. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, know. I'm and, there. Like I've been I've been out of doing radio for so long that I don't really know how I'd get back. Like if I decided to get back in a radio, uh-huh. I don't even have like a really good demo to the point where I'd be able to send. What's a demo? Like well, just you being like Hi, me being like yeah I'm like Mike. like you know for for instance like I mean I have they're somewhere on tape somewhere yeah. but like. You know, like my, you know, my three or four years, like when I was at like 106.3, when I was when I was at G Rock Radio, yeah. it would just be like, you know, me hitting posts and being like, you know, G 106.3, you know, where the killers are on tour and here they are with <laughs> it, something, you know, oh, smile like you made it on G 106.3. You know, that's a demo. So we're like me doing interviews and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. there's shit like that all over the place out there, but I don't have like, so I couldn't like apply to a radio station and be like, here's my demo. Because uh-huh. I, like, I would have to like, I would have to come to your house and like, we'd have to fake it or something. <laughs> and I'd have to, or we'd like, have to find these cassettes and then digitize yeah, them. Yeah, so, like I, I've been out of that game for so long that it's, and then on top of that, I mean honestly, it's a great profession if you if you're cool with just being in the middle somewhere. Yeah, you know because unless you're like a hit 
morning show Unless or like, like they're syndicated or something. What's that big guy's name? What's oh, like, guy? uh, oh, uh, what's that big, guy? Uh, big Joe Henry. Big Joe Henry, yeah. <laughs> I see him at the bar sometimes. I'm like, damn, he is big, Joe he's Henry. A, he's a big dude. Ni- nicest voice, guy. His voice, like, carries. Like, yeah. and, uh, can't help it. So that's a big job. I worked yeah. with him for a couple years Epic and I, I see him now. But, like, um, it's just it's it's a tough business and like it's it's not very lucrative honestly like it, you know it, you can if you're cool with like if you just love what you do and you're cool with making sixty thousand seventy thousand dollars a year and yeah. that's that's great and it's a, and it's a great place to be but not that I'm saying I not that I'm you, saying I wouldn't be happy with that either you but, said though but you said I'm oh, sorry what were you gonna say no I'm not saying I'm just saying like that's not there's nothing wrong with that no you I'm don't just, have to you don't have to preface or apologize this is this is we're shooting from the hip here so Mike. but anyway I so I'm at a point right now. Um, <laughs> Where I'm not really sure what I'm doing either. How come? And I don't, and I can't go to a bar and sit and like look at like a six, a fifty-five year old guy behind the bar, and then be like, you know what? That's... He looks like he's really fucking happy and we're, living his best life. So we're I don't Gen know. X, you know that? I, yeah, I, I, like, I, well, like, I, yeah, we're we're, we're like we're right we're in the right cusp, like, but we're Gen X. No, I say no, Gen I'm X. I'm I'm thirty-nine. I'm I'm like pure Gen X. I'm not even on the cusp. Really. Were you seventy-nine? I'm eighty. Yeah, I'm eighty-two. So we're Gen Gen X. Yeah, that's but no, that's, that's like the cutoff. Is it the cutoff? I think. Well, you read different. You go on Wikipedia, it says one thing. You go on like Vulture, it says something else. You can't find it. Anyway, my point is, is that we're in a very. Uh, you know, I, I think we're in this this age, or I don't know how it got. We got to this point where it's just like I don't know what I want to do. No one ever told me. I don't. I don't know what I want to do either. And I, like, I guess the only thing that I'm kind of banking on is that I've I've had this thing where, um, not that shit kind of just falls into my lap or anything, yeah, but I, does. you know, <laughs> I'm just I, in my mind. I'm just I'm. I don't know what it is yet, but I feel like it's gonna rear its head at some point. That's great. Um, and I and I've done everything kind of late, like everything you know, like I, like I just turned thirty nine yesterday or two days ago. Happy birthday! I didn't even say much. I'm such a scumbag. I'm just fishing for hi. that. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I was like, I didn't hear from you. I didn't hear from you at all. On Facebook, no, no. People were reaching out, and I saw it, and then I was like, should I do the the post? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that tomorrow. No, you know what? I'm gonna put something out there. By the way, if I know you personally, and we like text message each other, and like yeah. I've known you for a long time, and you just hit me up on Facebook to say happy birthday, you're dead to me. <laughs> no, but um, so I. I by by default, I did okay. You did, you're fine. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> no, so so I'm just I'm hoping that something kind of just yeah. But I, I like I know enough people and I've done enough things in my life where I figure like I'll figure it out. Yeah. But I did everything kind of late. Like, like I kind of like everything. I'm trying to like figure it out. Day. So let's figure something out, Mike. Let's do something. <laughs> Listen, I, I think about it all the time. I, you were telling me about the whole ra- the, I don't. And then if you don't want to get into it on here, no, that's fine. But the whole radio it. station thing and Asbury, you're trying to get that move in, and then it like last. Yeah, second, we kind of like. Well, because you know what the thing is let's is about do a radio. Station. We had you know we had a lot of support from. Um, uh, from the, from the community, um, we had a great spot picked out. Um, we were gonna, you know, we were gonna try to broadcast from the lake house, and you know, John Lederdorf was a great dude, was really kind of supportive of, of this whole thing. But um, it's not cheap to uh-huh. to open a radio station. There's a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of, of capital to be able to do that. And we had some investors that were interested, and then they kind of like in the 25th hour um, upped the money. Or, or they, they basically decided they weren't going to give us the money, so that kind of just, like, deflated, and we weren't really able to make I, it happen. So. I really, like, radio makes me sad in its current state because although I love, obviously, doing podcasts, I love doing this, it's great, I love the internet and everything, there's just something about, like, the old school, old, old school radio DJ where he's just bringing you the, the cool music, and you're just playing, like, old school 90s, like, 106.3, where yeah. you're hearing, like, music you didn't hear before. <laughs> I will tell you, though, it's kind of funny, like, th- that you brought that up, because I... Excuse me, I haven't really thought about that in a while, and I will definitely say that like that was like a that was a pinnacle for me. That was like a turning point because like we put we put a lot of work into that, mm-hmm. and that was like a thing where I was like, 
you know what? I was like, I, I finally like, I, I figured it out. Like, I think this is gonna be something that I'm gonna be able to do for a long time. Um, I figured that I, I really felt like it was, it would be something that was gonna be really successful. Mm -hmm. And then once that kind of deflated, yeah. Um, then I was like, shit. I guess I have to just do this nightlife stuff. You <laughs> yeah. know, like I kind of do this because you the know nightlife keeps dragging. You yeah. Back then in. it could, you know. So I was thinking, like, so like that was like the thing. That was like the last like regular normal person job yeah. situation or whatever that I, I had any desire to kind of do and um, I, I tried to yeah I, I think about like you know you, you you know your parents give you advice they tell you like you know you got you got to get this you know health insurance got to get a job with health insurance you got to do this got to do that and I've tried all that and I'm just not I'm just not good <laughs> well, at I, it well, I mean you could I mean you, ha you have to just pay for health insurance well yeah but you get those like benefits yeah I'm I mean, like I know, eh. it's, it's crazy I pay so much money like a month I, I you know I'm paying all this money a month for health insurance mm -hmm. um I mean it's you know it's kind of it came in handy like I got, I got sick a couple weeks ago and I thank God I had it but um I uh it's it's insanely expensive and it's not even that great. Yeah. You know, like I'm like I have like it's like a thing where it's like I just opened a new policy a couple months ago and it's gonna be like at least like a year mm -hmm. that I have to pay this or two I mean, which makes sense obviously, but like, you know, it's it's gonna be so long before I could I could feel safe <laughs> needing needing like medical help. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, well you better hit that gym, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's look, staring you look, in the if face, you, if you literally look, if you look at me on this this thing, I mean you look, look, you, look, you look like just, you're at the gym right now. I look like I look like I just get, got yeah. back. Like and I'm gonna go drink a protein shake and, uh, <laughs> after this is over. Oh shit. Whatever, I'm doing great. Um anywho, what uh as as far as as far as um as far as music in Asbury Park, let's let's bring it back. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about career goals. Maybe a little. Maybe we'll have another <laughs> I, supplemental. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, well, this is the problem. Anymore. We're gonna motivate each other. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we're gonna open uh, a record label or a radio station, oh. and we're gonna get. <laughs> this is stuff you say you're interested in, and, and the immediate response is like, ugh. Man, because I just I know this business really well. It's it's rough, but anyway. Um. So go ahead. So uh, some music. Music. Yeah. Local well, music. I will say. I guess like with with my schedule and such uh -huh. and like the way I I haven't gone I haven't been able to like see much local music mm -hmm. in the last year or two I feel mm -hmm. like I feel like you know when we were doing like the short alternative stuff and like I was kind of like more like ingrained into like the local band scene I was kind of mm -hmm. up on everybody and everything yeah. now like I mean there is like it was funny you and Leo were saying like you're like know your top 5 favorite local bands before you come in and I was like shit I <laughs> I mean I know I don't want I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings mm -hmm. and I know uh, I well, know Leo ain't here, so we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, like, I love lists, but that was a list that I didn't want to uh -huh. partake in. Yeah. Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, well, I'm, you know. I feel like, because I've listened to, I'll go listen to local bands, and I'm like, they're cool. But then there's bands that, like, I know that are local that aren't, like, quote-unquote newer bands. Yeah. Like, that I, you know, that I like, that, you know, I don't know if it's not, like, I, I can't think of obscure bands that I that I like. You know, basically like the top five. You know, you know, brick and mortar. I like the front bottoms. I like Nicole Atkins. These yeah. are like bigger. Remember Jones? Like Deal Casino is great. Yeah. By the way, they're. I mean, they're killing it right now. It's so um, funny too. Like I'd, I'd like more. I'm more interested too because I started looking at like the history. You know, aside from, <laughs> can we just talk about Bruce Springsteen for one second? Of course. Dude gets okay. Do you think it's ever gonna get to the point where it's like, oh, hey, Bruce? Like he's everywhere. He goes everywhere, and people get all excited about it. But it's like, yeah. dude, like, yeah, he's here. So great, great, no, Bruce. I, people are always gonna be excited about. It. I mean, dude, why he's, is he he's getting a, so many awards? Because he's a legend, dude. Yeah, 
I listen. You, I have. Are you playing devil's advocate? No, right now? I. But no, but I. I have a lot of respect and admiration for Bruce. So I, you think he's watching, and you want to make sure I'm your like, ass is covered. <laughs> Hi, no, Bruce. I, I love Bruce. I love Bruce. The album Nebraska, I think, is dope. Like, I think, I think he's a great guy. He seems to do a lot of great things. Look, but think about it, right? Everybody's like, throwing him awards. It's like, yeah, we know he's great. I mean, I think that. I, but the thing is, man, is like, I don't really think that. Like, not that he hasn't gotten his due. I just think that we're in a time right now. Where everybody like around the world is really starting to like find and appreciate Springsteen like on a massive level. Mm -hmm. There's movies about him now and all kinds of stuff. Like there it is? wasn't really like that. Yeah, there's a movie coming out about um, a, a Pakistani guy. I think it's, I think he's Pakistani that in living in London mm -hmm. that like literally falls in love with Bruce. You got I'll I'll find the, the trailer. Text for you it over to me. Um, uh -huh. But it's just you know I don't know man. I, I think if there's going to be somebody like it's like. Bruce Springsteen is such a, uh, you know, he's such so tied to Asbury. Yeah. And he's so great, and I people feel like... People love him. People love him, and I, I don't think that's ever going to get old for people. Like, no. I don't think anyone's going to, like... I, I, think people I don't are want this to come off like I'm not... I don't think I don't, they I, are. I admire Bruce. I admire you, Bruce. But you just... Uh, but the answer to your question is no. I don't think it's ever going to be a uh -huh. thing where people are going to be unfazed by the fact that he's there. And he doesn't he doesn't show up that much, man. He's every day. I'm he's like in Asbury. Every I'm day. like, oh, hey, I'm getting my hair cut. I'm like, oh, hey, Bruce. Stop. You know? <laughs> Not Picking up a coffee, I'm like, oh, hey, Bruce. No, I've never ever seen Bruce. Yeah, out. So what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, listen. Every yes, everybody's going to come to every Light of Day festival every year. Yeah, even though he's not on the bill, hoping that he's going to come out and play. But, and that's the thing too is like, I think that there's so many other. Once I started diving into like the connection that Asbury Park has with like different record labels, different musicians, musicians that hang out around here that come into town you don't even they're they're here to see something else like Phil Lesh was in town oh like, dude Dave Gahan of Depeche singer of Depeche Mode went to go see Mark Lanning and play at the Pony and so Dave, Dave Gahan the singer yeah, of yeah. friggin Depeche Mode was in the green room at the Pony a couple who's days Mark uh, Mark Lanigan yeah uh, he was in the he was a singer of the band The Screaming Trees mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah um, and then he's had a, a, a really decent so you great saw solo him. Did, you, did you go see I didn't go, I didn't go to the show but uh -huh. I saw the picture afterwards and I was like how did I know that Dave Gahan was in town but that's isn't that weird that it's like Asbury Park is like this place where people yeah, it's like I, an incubator for for certain people. There yeah. are great musicians here. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff going on here. Um, I just think it's it's super interesting and not to you know I just think that there's I think more there needs to be more awareness built around that you know that the fact that there is other bands and stuff here. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just totally off. No, I don't know? think that you're off. You know. No, but, I uh, I don't think so. You know, there's there's definitely um, there's something there's some kind of vibe around here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a couple things. I'll just I'll just shout out some stuff that I that I like lately that I, that's kind of coming up. And if I forget anything, um, no, no, nobody, nobody's know. gonna hate on. Uh, there's so. a band from from they're from North Jersey. They're not necessarily like an Asbury band, but they play in Asbury a lot called Sonic Bloom. Mm -hmm. um, love those guys. What kind uh, of music is it's it? It's like kind of like shoegazy, like oh, kind of like. like and so it's right up. It's my. Yeah. It's like right up my my it's alley. The soundtrack for your um, life. Uh, Blaze, uh -huh. who's actually like doing a lot of great stuff too. He's kind of like. That? Uh, B L A I S E. Okay. Um, he's a great dude. He's been around. He's been around Asbury for a really long what time. What kind of music does it's he? It's he's also. It's also kind of like I would say like dark wave pop. It's it's hard to explain. But that's but you yeah. see this isn't what I'm saying is like I can't I can't put my finger on or or like describe it in a certain way and that's what I fucking like about it. Yeah, yeah. Because like I don't. I, okay, I don't give a shit about punk rock or yeah. like hardcore music it's not it's not in me it's yeah. not for me i don't you know it's like there's a couple bands that people I like. like what they like no hate people like what they like so like but like when there's 
bands doing something new or like something that like it not like the rest of the people aren't doing I think that's cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy Brian does a project called I See Your Car Everywhere, and he's that's kind of like a funky, trap, hip-hop, oh, jazz cool. kind of thing, and he's got some great stuff coming out, too. So That's like electronic? It's Yeah, I mean, it's 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 electronic. It's it's like jazz and funk. He was like in a hip-hop group mm-hmm. um, uh, called Third Mind, and they, like, but now he does like some solo stuff, and um, you know his stuff's really great, and that's something new, too. Yeah. I know there's like a lot of new hip-hop stuff that's coming up that people are like, you know, the Saints doing a lot of hip-hop shows lately. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up. So there's like a, there's some some stuff happening, um, you know. I, so there's definitely like uh, there's definitely a, a scene still. Yeah. Um, I just can't sit here and like rank what I like the best because I no I, don't I, rank anything. Don't rank anything. But bringing up these uh, you know these different people that I've never heard of is great because I see the same bands you know that I you know that I kind of always see when I go out. Right. And it's nice to hear that there's there's other stuff. Well, going yeah. There's on. there's obviously like you know you know the Deal Casinos and the Late Waves mm-hmm. and the bands like that that are just kind of like really you know I mean I I mean Deal Casino just played Governor's Ball the other day. That's awesome. You know you mentioned the Front Bottoms. I mean they're they're a local band, but they're. They're fucking yeah. huge. I'm sorry. Can I curse this much yeah. on this podcast? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm Whatever. sorry. Uh, <laughs> and there was like one time it. where you were like, was I'm I? sorry. I was probably just thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're podcasting distracted. <laughs> um, don't do that. Don't drive or podcast distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, see, the bands that I'm naming are like bigger, bigger bands. Right, and, and they are. And there's, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, people are uh, like, uh, what is it? Man, I'm trying to think of like some of the stuff. Well, there's uh, also these festivals coming up too that are they have these bigger. You know, I, I kind of have a like a FOMO about uh, about the see here now because I didn't get the tickets and I'm like, would I really wanted to go? Or there there's probably like smaller bands, you know, not the headlining bands that I'd want to go see. Yeah, of course. You know, and I think it's great for obviously the area that that that's coming around. Um, you know the the jams on the sand is interesting. That that whole crowd, it's like a bunch of it's a bunch of hippies. Yeah, it? loyal though. And they're 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 friendly hippies. They're nice when they come in. They they yeah. tip well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story. Oh, I don't, don't want to. I, I mean, they they tip. They tip. All right. Well, that's good enough. Most I guess. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you, but you know what? It's like it's it's different though. It's you know I, I'll tell you like the crowd of, as far as the tipping crowds. Okay, uh-huh. this is how it goes. There is, especially the jams in the sand, there is the, there's the hippies, right? Mm-hmm. And the hippies are, like, cracking cans of beer and maybe drinking, like, you know, let's, they're, they're drinking four or five beers throughout the night and, yeah. you know, tipping four or five dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's, you know, they're tipping a dollar on a on four dollar can of Narragansett and mm-hmm. they're moving on. Yeah. And that's fine. It's not rude. I mean, I you know, it's definitely, like, a situation where I have to be like, hey, man, you're being rude. You know, I mean that happens. It's like it's like wake up, dude. Like, what, gotta, what were they doing by being rude? Not tipping. I'm saying. Oh, like, okay. And I, like, and I'm listen. I'm kind of ruthless with that stuff. Like, That's you could so ask funny. people that I work with and stuff. Like, I like you can you, you know get over on me a couple times, but if you're constantly coming up and not, I'll I'll call you out in front of everybody because like yeah, you got to do it. That's messed up. You you don't have to like you don't have to overdo it, but you got to do it. Is it? Do you think it's standard? No matter it, martini or can of beer, a dollar a dollar a drink, or I, is it more than that? If if you're tipping a dollar every beer, that's totally acceptable. What about martini? If I'm going and shaking stuff and whatever, that's I feel like you got a couple bucks. bucks. I feel like you got to. This, it up this a is bit. my this is my strategy. Tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. Um, I I over tip. I, I tip every time. Right. But I'll, I'll over the first time I I tip. I'll tip a little more and I'll be like, hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> do you do that with your eyes? Well, sometimes depends. <laughs> depends. 
I'll be like, thank you. Okay. Yeah, of course. I probably okay. I don't do that, but I do, I I'll like make get their attention. I'll be like that. Thank you very much. Just because I want to set a precedent. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tip you. Yeah, of course. And, and then after that, I'm not gonna tip you that much. I'm gonna give you like a dollar. Yeah, that's fine. Or if it's two a, a dollar a drink. If I'm ordering for somebody else, two drinks, two dollars. Two dollars. I think that that's appropriate. Okay. But if I'm but if I'm like running around for you, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm busy, Who right? Who fucking does that? If, if uh, I'm cursing now. Who does that? If if it's a busy uh, anchors bend. Thursday night and people are like, I need three three dozen slippery nipples. You know, people aren't doing shit like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it sucks. There's like a lot of things. There's like, you know, it's tough. You know, people base things on on different things, right? Like, so for instance, if I'm if I'm working at Beach Bar or Anchors Bend and I'm like, let's say I make like four rum buckets, right? Mm -hmm. And that's four rum buckets is seventy two dollars, mm -hmm. and then you're tipping me four dollars. On those buckets, yeah. in your mind, you're like, I'm giving him a dollar a drink. Yeah, but that's a rum bucket. But at the same time, like, I, like, listen, I get it. Like, it's not the same kind of thing as if I'm like serving you in a restaurant mm -hmm. and I'm waiting on you and bringing your food out and checking on you and all yeah. this other stuff, and then you tip, you get a tip twenty percent on a seventy-two dollar check. Yeah, I don't expect, you know, I don't expect to be tipped twenty percent on that. How much is a rum bucket these it's days? Eighteen, eighteen dollars. A rum bucket, dude. You know how many? Do you know how much alcohol is? No, in that I'm so I'm so out of the loop. I mean, you a figure, rum bucket. So you figure eighteen dollars? Yeah, but dude, you're getting like, like I'm not. I'm not. You don't have to defend. You sound. You sound like. Saying. Why is your voice getting so high? Because I'm like, oh. Yeah, but you think about it this way, right? You're getting a bucket of alcohol. I mean, it's called a bucket, so you got to tip well and you got to expect. But the to thing be a is, is that more. like no, but I'm just telling you, like based on like the the the, the pour that you're getting, mm -hmm. if you get if you come and get a single vodka soda, it's gonna be eight dollars. Okay. But I'm literally taking four bottles of alcohol, flipping them on their end. And filling it up, and then so I'm basically giving you, so, and then so basically, like you're getting almost three drinks in one, so eighteen dollars okay. right. isn't. Yeah, I just it just never I didn't you know sorry. But no, but just the the clientele for that kind of stuff is a mix between it's like yeah it's like hippies mm -hmm. right who are just like tipping like a dollar a beer kind of stuff, and then there's like all like the, the like the middle aged yuppies that come there, mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean to say yuppie in a bad word, but like the young the, the, the middle aged professionals. Yeah. You know they're coming and they're you know they're getting kettle and sodas and they're you know they're tipping a little bit more so it all kind of evens out but there has been definitely shows and certain things that like I'm running up and down and I'm like you guys got to do better than this what, and what do they I'm, see how sweaty I am what's, for you what are some of the reactions you get when people do they just get deer in headlights or are uh, they like how dare some people, you some people most people are uh, are very like you know what you're right I'm sorry kind mm -hmm. of stuff or yeah. they'll be like I, I got you and yeah. like they'll kind of play it off you yeah. know what I mean like one time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you I'm ruthless. One time I was working at a at a bar, uh -huh. and uh, and I don't know, I don't know if this is unprofessional or in bad taste. I really don't know, but like I stand by it. Uh -huh. But like a kid had a you know hundred dollar tab basically, Ooh. and uh, charged his card. Yeah, and went and there was the you know the hundred dollar thing and uh -huh. then the tip line. Yeah, the and he actually took his pen and he wrote a zero and put a, a line through it. And then signed it and what? and left the bar. Uh huh. I noticed this in about thirty to forty five seconds. He was already outside. I literally left behind the bar and I ran outside and chased him down with the receipt in my hand two blocks away. I had a bouncer following me, thinking that I was gonna like there was like a problem. And there I, was a problem. And I encountered him outside and I was like, "Hey man, I'm like, you serious with this?" Basically, and he was like, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot." And I was like, "What do you mean? You took your pen and you went zero and like with a line through it." That's at least a twenty percent. You got to tip at least twenty percent on on something like that. I right? mean, on, on a hundred dollar tab, you got to you got to come correct. Like a twenty dollar. But then he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And then he and then tips me forty dollars, and then oh, I came wow. back inside. So like some, you know, but like yeah. you know, sometimes you got to call people out on their shit. Man, you know, it's but like some some people have been like, "This guy's a dick," 
and I don't care about that. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel. I'm not gonna go home feeling sad because you're <laughs> mad that I called you out for for not being like yeah. courteous. You know, well, it's courtesy. Well, that's when I like when I nudged that taxi driver in my car. I like I was. He called me out. He called me a bad word, and he told me I'm gonna kill somebody. And I was just like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like I, I didn't say that to him. I just looked at him like I can't. I can't defend my actions. Like you're totally right. Got back in my car. We all drove away. And yeah. Put, Listen, put something in my mind. You know. And I get it. And sometimes. About. And sometimes people get really drunk and they don't think about it. So you got to kind of remind them a mm -hmm. little bit. It's you know. Listen. I just. I, I feel as though. Um, I'm. My friend, the people, my coworkers, and I work very hard at what we do. Yeah, definitely. Especially on a really busy to night. To give you a good time, the right? Patrons. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, like, and I'm, you know, I'm generous when it comes to making drinks, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I feel like I, if I pour you a nice drink, I expect a nice tip in return. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's it's a it's a courteous thing to do to to tip. And if you don't, if if you're a person who goes out and you don't tip, that's something wrong. Then I think you. there's something. I think that you're. I think that and like, like a and you don't. And it's crazy because there's there are people that are that think that they can get away with that. Mm -hmm. That they can be like, you know what? I don't have to tip you. Yeah. If you if you have a problem with me not tipping you, maybe you should get a different job. Yeah. Or maybe you know there are people that feel that way. Yeah. Um. I and didn't. That's, and that's kind of sad. I always you know I always say like I feel like everybody should at least have to work in the registrar industry for six months just to just know. to work on like clearly on tips. Yeah. Just to be able just to so understand like that how this whole thing works because I mean this is like this is the one of the oldest professions besides being a prostitute. <laughs> bartending is the oldest profession in in the world basically. Uh -huh. And um, I don't know. I just I, I feel like there are people out there that, that just don't respect. There's a there's a kind of a line too. Like it. I, I went to go get a, a coffee and they and they got me. There was the paleo chocolate chip cookies. I was like, I gotta know what this is all about. So I got those too. And you you got these like payment things. You got to fill it out and it asks if you want a tip. And I'm like, I got a coffee and this. And the guy just handed it to me. And I'm mm. like, I don't know. This doesn't constitute well, a tip. Well, there to comes me. to see. I well, for me, yeah. I I will. T I even I tip everybody. I tip uh, the guy who pumps my gas. Uh-huh. Wow. Tip, what um, if you use a card? You could tip somebody on a card? No, I mean, I'm do every time. Uh -huh. But if I'm paying in cash, I'll throw an extra dollar or two, wow. especially, if they, especially if they're cleaning their windows. Mm -hmm. I even though I don't want that. I'm like, don't get, your, don't, don't get that nasty squeegee <laughs> in my car. But no, uh, you know, I, it is. It's, it's, it's a tough thing. It's like if you go and you pick up food from somewhere, yeah. and they're basically just, you know, they're, but like you got to understand something is that all the people that are working there are also working for tips, mm -hmm. and they cooked your food, and they packaged it, mm -hmm. and they put napkins in there with like salt and pepper, and making sure. What about sure when they forget stuff? What right. about when you get that Uber Eats and they and they forget something, and then they're driving away? Well, you already beat because they already they're putting no. that tip in there anyway. You could you could you have <laughs> up to an hour to penalize them. You have up to an hour to be. I don't do it. I haven't done it, but you can do it. Look, everybody makes mistakes. Sometimes people ask me to put in a order of nachos, and I'm running around and I forget to do it. So you know, what always... I did I did one time. They forgot. <laughs> they forgot the honey mustard, and I like I complained on Uber. I was like. You know this ain't right, and they actually refunded me them. I didn't, I didn't know they would take it. It, that is, far. it, it is funny because I turn into a child when people forget things in my. <laughs> if food. you forget the honey mustard, I one time I think, <laughs> one time I I like this is like an exaggeration, but like I think like I got like a turkey sandwich, uh -huh. and I I got like a turkey and cheese, and they actually just delivered it without there was no cheese on it, so it was just turned like I think I threw it against the wall, <laughs> just out of like just because I was so hungry and I was so excited for the sandwich, and I was like, you know what, screw this. Oh, how man. could they? How could you forget that? that? I mean, it's it's super. It's like. Like if that's your job, if that's what you're doing, right? But back to that, what I'm saying is that everyone's. So if you're picking up food mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. like I, I, you I give get me something to think about. I mean, I I think that even if it's even if you're if it's a forty dollar food order mm -hmm. and you don't feel like it justifies a tip, mm -hmm. I mean, at least just throw two bucks on your credit card. 
because like it, that'll that'll add up. Yeah, you know, like I like I get upset sometimes when people order food to go from my bar and they don't tip anything. I'm like, people are working to make this for you so you can take it home and enjoy mm-hmm. it on your own. And yeah. I and I don't and I'm not making any money from that food. You know what I'm saying? We like need that, some PSAs. I don't, like I'm not getting like I'm not getting anything from that the food cost or mm-hmm. anything like that just because so you know, I'm not like I don't work at like a, a little league concession stand you know like I'm not like I'm not, big getting, leagues. I'm not getting paid by the hour to like put a hot dog in a bun and give it to, like you know what I mean it's yeah, not yeah. A, it's not a concession stand yeah I'm not a snack snack truck <laughs> so anyway that's uh, you know it sounds it sounds bad I just like I said no, I, it, I just, it just you definitely like I, I don't know where the you know obviously bartender getting a drink tip picking up a coffee you know, now you give me something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on what it is. Uh-huh. Like, if, if you're getting somebody, like, if somebody owns their own business, right, mm-hmm. and the owner is taking care of you, right, like, the owner is the one who's, like, doing all the stuff or whatever, then I don't necessarily think that, you know, a tip is necessary. I know there's a, there is. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot, a lot of, of gray area. Yeah, and I get it. I, you know, that's that's the kind of, like, you know, the coffee shops and the and the to-go order stuff. That's, like, where things get tricky. Yeah. And I get it. And, that you know, I, I don't necessarily, like, it's 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 a totally different situation than being at a bar. They got that Clover shame board, too. They're, like, Star Trek and it, like, beep, boop, boop. And then they flip it on you, and it's, like, all big buttons. Yeah. Like, no tip? I mean, I, No I, tip or 10%? 50%? So you kind of, like, at that point, you know. Dude, I just, I just think it's just good karma. It's like that movie My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin where he believes in overtip. He tips yeah, he everybody. He yeah, tips at the stewardess. Tip. He yeah. tips everybody. And, and I feel like it's, I feel like you're, when you do things like that, when you do stuff that you don't, when you don't necessarily feel like you need to do it and you do it anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just putting good shit into the universe. Good stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you didn't have to tip that girl at the coffee shop five bucks, but like yeah. you did and like it might have made her day a little bit better. Like it might have helped her Fill the gap. Maybe she wasn't getting paid till Friday, and she needed some gas in her some car. Some Skrilla, yeah, that makes you know? sense. So, and then that that comes back to you, yeah. and that's what I feel like behind the bar too. You know, luckily, like the cool thing is, is like we all take care of each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the bartenders and things. Um, the Belmar bar I work at, especially like it's it's a Joe's. very big hangout. Joe's, it's a very big hangout for a lot of servers. Like all like you know the anchor taverns and the DJs and the headliners. They all all those bartenders come. To us. So is it more like a is that more of like a local spot you yeah, think as yeah. opposed oh, to like out of towners coming? I in? mean, it definitely is a local spot. I mean, now it's gonna obviously you know the summertime is here it's and like everyone's a, like moving down. It's and like right in the middle of a neighborhood too. Yeah. It must get nutty. It's it's crazy and like it's funny because like a lot of the like 20, 25 to thirty percent of the locals that go there live like two blocks from there. That must be awesome and dangerous. It's it's awesome and dangerous. It, it is kind of bad because I'm like there's like certain people that come to that bar and I'm like. I'm like, dude, you've been in and out of here four times today. <laughs> like, I don't, like, honestly, like, I like when you left and you closed out your tab, I thought I was done with you for the day. Like, I like <laughs> nope. you, I like you a lot, but like, you literally like come here and like sat. It's like, maybe, what do you got? You got nothing to do. You go home. He's like, eh, it's hot here. I'll go back yeah. in there. It's air conditioning. Yeah, I'm just, I get irritated about this stupid you, stuff. You get, yeah, seriously, he's coming back just to, you know. Rocket. Yeah, but it's not always a good thing. Oh, I get it. I get um, it. But it's yeah, it's you know what? It's, like I said, it's just the the whole tipping thing. It's like. You know, people You're work. Passionate. People work hard for you. I am. It's. I have did, to be passionate about something. I did guess you get? You always come in here with some swag. Like you got the Asbury Park Brewery. I'm, I almost came in with my sunglasses on. I've, I've been digging. The, <laughs> they were giving away these blue sunglasses at some event. I think it was the Belmar, the burger contest or whatever. Yeah. And I've been wearing them because they they fit my face and they're they're comfortable. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't wear them. Maybe we would have been too matchy. Yeah, man, matchy. I always... Did did they hook you up with that? Yeah, well, yeah, they do. You, you're friends with the. My, well, my my best friend owns the brewery, so oh. I've always I've always had some. Uh... Pull. 
I get I get some I get some gear. Get yeah, some, they, they hook well, me up. Well, it helps you. Yeah, I get it. And, and you know I what? love that place. And and not only is it because you know, they're friends of mine, but I'm also you know I'm out and about, so I'm yeah. I'm fine being like a little bit of a human billboard. Yeah, totally. What's the it. deal? Have you have you read up or heard about all like they changed the rules again for breweries? So it's like you can't just I'm, have fun in the brewery. No, nah, you know honestly, I don't really know enough about it to to really discuss it mm-hmm. and like even even so like a lot of the stuff is not so much fabricated but like the the articles that have been written things like that don't necessarily cover everything cover it you well. need to yeah so i don't really want we're still t- allowed to have fun in the brewery right yeah but i don't really want to get into that okay. stuff it's no, not really... that's, hey that's fine <laughs> that's totally fine yeah you know uh but no it's you know it's i like to try to you know i'm always going to do whatever i can to support my friends do you, so. do you know what i was looking up today um, uh, we, we gotta wrap this up a little bit, but yeah, I did take a nap. <laughs> to go to work. Uh, I was looking up. Uh, was it today or recently? Um, <laughs> the Bamboozle Festival. Yeah. Did you go to like the original? Did you? Do you remember back? Well, I like, worked. Well, I worked for Bamboozle for, oh. for many years. Well, oh. it's okay. So I didn't. I, I went to the original ones, the ones that were in Asbury Park. Uh-huh. There was, I, you know, I, I attended a couple of them. Yeah. The, the first one had the roots. I mean, there was That's one that dope. I mean, it, there was not only that. I mean, it was also I don't know if it was the same year, but uh, uh, My Morning Jacket, Sonic mm-hmm. Youth, played, yeah, Sonic Youth played Bamboozle. I mean, that's insane. It it kind of like so it, it went from that yeah. to like the pop punk stuff. Yeah. When so so John D was the guy who kind of took that and made it. I would you know you know the John D. So I was John D's assistant. Oh wow! I was reading about him on Wikipedia. Wikipedia flagged the they Bamboozle. have a, he has, he's at a he's at a Wikipedia. He page? doesn't have his own, but he's known as John D. And I'm like, that's pretty amazing to be like. I'm not like Andrew T. Like I don't like yeah. to have a name no, he like is John D. So yeah. he was he was a really big guy in the Asbury scene. He with all the you know he was he was the biggest promoter in Asbury for a mm-hmm. long time. And then basically like um, he. So it was in Asbury. It uh-huh. was like a, it was a success, and then he signed on with Live Nation, and they moved it to Giant Stadium. Yeah. So right around the time they moved it to Giant Stadium is when I started working for him. Okay. Um, he brought me in and uh, a couple of friends of mine because we were in radio, and he wanted to make a Bamboozle radio station. Oh, nice. So the Bamboozle radio station turned Full into a, turned into a, a Bamboozle TV thing. Mm-hmm. So we did like a lot of interviews. I used to do a show like <laughs> I used to do a show called um, Ten on the Couch because uh-huh. we had this shitty couch in Don G's office, and we would have bands come in, and I would just kind of do interviews. Like, where's I, all that? I Footage. Like, I don't know, man. There's, there, it's around there somewhere, but it's not like it's just it's it wasn't like it's really hard to find any of it. Um, but I would have like Gaslight Anthem and like hidden like all those guys like yeah, yeah. kind of starting out, just like chilling on the couch, hanging out, like just doing bad interviews. <laughs> um, and then and then I, I then I became John D's assistant, so I was very involved with Bamboozle for the first. For I guess two out of the three years, it was a giant stadium, and then mm-hmm. everything kind of crumbled down. Yeah, after that. I was reading, and you know, you read through it. And uh, you maybe you should you should get a Wikipedia account and fill in some of the details because Wikipedia isn't happy with whoever wrote these. Uh, things. That's okay. I think like most of that shit's better forgotten anyway. <laughs> I don't think so. I think this is part of this is part of the history of Asbury. No, it amazing. is. It, well, it, so they moved it out and then they brought it back for one more year and yeah. kind of fizzled out. That one was crazy. Yeah, that was like Skrillex I, and Igubis and all Mac, kinds Miller of stuff. Mac Miller and like Bon Jovi for some reason, Action but whatever. Johnson. You know? No, Bon Jovi. Did Bon Jovi play that? Yeah, he was like the headline. It was such a weird crowd. I remember going to it and being like, "This makes sense. This doesn't make sense." You know, we goes back to the revert back to the Bruce thing that we were talking about before. I'm really glad though that it's like people are going out of their way to see like is, if Bruce is going to show up. Yeah. it's so much cooler than if like they were like, "Oh my God, is Bon Jovi going to bon show Jovi up? Gonna be like, here? it's like, is Bon Jovi going to come and play the Wonder Bar? Like, thank, <laughs> like, thank goodness it's not that. He doesn't do that. He's, he's too like, busy. Have like, a nice day. It's <laughs> <Shit's> garbage. <laughs> Bon Jovi. Oh, man. Uh, All right. So, yeah, so that was... (laughs) 
so there's a history here. Whatever happened, if if you could tell, what happened to John D? Uh, I, you know what? I don't really know. I think like basically like like he sold. He sold it to Live Nation uh-huh. completely. Like his, his. I think he, he just sold got his out. Whole... That's what it says in the thing. It says yeah. like creative differences. So he just got out, and then he, he had problems with House of Blues specifically. Well, there was there was he had problems with a lot of venues. Uh-huh. Um, he was he was he burned many bridges. Cantankerous. Uh, yes, I mean that's just with a capital C. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you know he then he started taking he took over. Um, he what venue is that? Oh, Game Changer World. Uh huh. I think that was in Howell. Uh huh. Um, he had that venue for a while, and that was like Game an all Changer ages. World. Yeah, it was like an all ages venue. That crazy. They probably just sold sodas to kids, and uh-huh. like they had like pop punk shows and stuff. Nice. Um, and like wrestling. I mean, just like all kinds of stuff. It was it was kind of like his little playground because like, John D was the kind of idea like kind of guy that just had so many ideas, mm-hmm. and he would just like throw so much shit at the wall, and like some of it would work, and some of it would be totally ludicrous. And then he, but he would also like expect you to like vibe with him and get on the same level, and like you'd be like, John, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I would, would get him on the podcast. He, he would do the same. He would just like babble about some stuff, and then he'd look at me and he'd be like, "You like it?" I'm like, "I, wh- I like what, John?" <laughs> That's what, see, full circle. That's what we need. A, we need a venue. We need a TV. We need something. We gotta get. We gotta get something going. Yeah, here, man. Like. I guess so. <laughs> you're totally not down at all. Totally I mean, I, it just every time I'm thinking about you're like, oh, a venue. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Man, it's shit's tough, man. It's not that. What that is it? What is it tough, man? I, I'm not worried about the. I'm I'm down for tough. Let's get tough, but like. Let's get tough, man. I love that. See, you're just an idea right, well, guy. <laughs> yeah, coming up with I'm gonna slogans. Sit, I'm gonna sit with like uh, my feet up in the air, and I'm like, you guys can just do let's, all that let's stuff. Let's get tough. I just want a retainer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, sure, man. We got we got to figure it out. We'll figure our lives out at some point. We'll maybe figure. maybe when maybe when your child is birthed. That's what everyone says. I'll figure it out. I'm like, that sounds like the worst. Like, like I'll figure it out whenever I figure it out. And of course, it's definitely motivating me to figure something out. But it seems like I would have rather. And this is I want to I want to explain something to people. Like I am looking forward to having a child. Okay, and I'm looking like, forward to, to raising. The child. All I'm saying was the, the thing that made me nervous about having a child is being actually ready to take care of that child. Right, I understand. That's the only part. I'm d- mostly nervous that like my, my family members or my wife is watching and is like, I can't believe you said that. No, I don't. I, listen, no one blames you for saying that. It's the yeah, perfectly normal reaction. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know what? Ease up on the guy, all right? He's trying his best. I am. It's It might not be the, the best, but I am trying my best. <laughs> so... You know, uh, Mike. It's always it's always great it's to good have to be you on here. I don't know. I think Leo is probably going to be mad at me because we didn't cover what he specifically wanted. But hey, uh, Leo, <laughs> we're, we're take doing a, our take best. Take a breath. I love you. <laughs> I feel like I have so much more, but I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like you have you have things to do, like taking that. I got well. I got to work at uh, Joe Surf Shack tonight, so oh. come see me at six p.m. Um, come on, guys. And then uh, and so yeah, I'd like to maybe get a nap in. All right. That sounds good. Also, oh, I think we've. I think I literally just babbled for an hour. So I don't. I think. I think everyone's probably <laughs> tuned it. out by now. I, I, mean, love, I love it too. I could do this um, for another hour, and it's more. gonna live in you know infamy. I know that's right. Yeah. For... Oh, that's right. We're gonna show it to your eighteen-year-old yeah. child. Um. And also, I. I one more thing. <laughs> I want to do live broadcast where it's like me and Leo or whoever. I want to. Do you think we could work something out with Anchor's Band where we're just tucked into the corner up there outside? Yeah, of course. And just like chilling. Yeah. I want to do that. Just like you're just gonna sit there and just talk and admire what's going on. Yeah, 
I mean, we'll figure some. We'll figure more out with that. You know, comes into play. But like, I think. I mean, is dope. it going to be like on speakers where everyone's going to hear you? No, no, I wouldn't do that to. No, it would just be us sitting there. I mean, we could, but I don't think anybody wants to hear me. Hey, guys, what's I mean, going I, I on? Think Bruce I, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. they do that. They do that stuff like the Bruce brunch and stuff. They do mm -hmm. that stuff from there. I'd, I'd love to do that. Figure out something around there, but just being because you're outside, but you're like inside, like you're on that like area, so you can like be in the shade. I have a seat. Yeah. As long I, as I, I have a very seat. Important seating. You know, I kind of want to be like ESPN style, maybe like raise like high tops. <laughs> you know, with maybe a banner in the background. I got big ideas like John D. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, so you got stuff coming up. I got stuff. Well, I just I, you know my so like I said, if you really want to catch me this summer, it's every Sunday at Anchor's Bend outside, mm -hmm. uh, twelve to four every Sunday. If so. you love hip hop, shoegaze, goth, if you love Depeche Mode, I don't play. Bastard. Honestly, I don't play most of that stuff. What do you play? I play. I'm playing. I'm playing more like dancey pop stuff out there. Okay, it's you know it's a beach day. People are hanging out, drinking okay. rum buckets, having Ign fun. I'm ignore not play, everything I just. I'm said. not gonna play any shoegaze. I mean, All you right. know, there's some shoegazy elements. All right. Um, but it's fun either way. You know, I'm, everyone's having a good time. And so. we didn't we didn't really get into talking about uh, my hip hop album, but just just tune in for the end of the month. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a uh, a whole thing about it, so you can, you can watch. <laughs> I feel like it how you just looked into the camera yeah. with that. Like check out my hip hop album. <laughs> right. You were so surprised, but that's that's me. That's what well, I do. Thank you for having me. Oh well, Mike, it's always a pleasure. I'm 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 sad that. Uh, that Leah wasn't here this time because I, you know, aside from that picture of you two on Instagram, I feel like it's a Clark Kent Superman thing. Like one of you's here, yeah, the other one isn't. Well, the last time he was here, but yeah, this is this is two no, out of three. The last time it was me and you, wasn't it? No, I was I was here the last time. Oh, uh, right, but well, the time I before, like whatever, we're we're two out of three, just you and I. So all right, well, that's that's that sounds good. Let's get tough. All right. Love this uh, song. Yeah, guys. Uh, once again, thank you. Shared Shared Universe uh, Podcast Studio. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, my guest, Mike. Uh, thank you, Leo, for inspiring us this week. Uh, Till next time. Till next time. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>